today, we're talking about Biden's surprise visit to Ukraine, SCOTUS cases, meta badges, a revival in Asbury, and other top news for Wednesday, February 22nd. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. Lent is a time for discipline, for confession, and for honesty, not because God is mean or fault-finding or finger-pointing, but because he wants us to know the joy of being cleaned out, ready for all the good things he now has in store. Nicholas Thomas Wright. Let's get started with some espresso shots. President Biden left early for his Poland trip, squeezing in a surprise five-hour visit to Ukraine. From its capital, Biden announced another $500 million aid package, declaring one year later Kiev stands and the world stands with you. Presidents Biden and Zelensky discussed the war and laid wreaths on the wall of remembrance as air raid sirens sounded in the city. While praised as brave and timely by some, the trip also faced criticism. The mayor of East Palestine, Ohio, called it a slap in the face that the president visited and pledged aid to another country and not his town, the site of a chemical train derailment. Meanwhile, Russian President Putin announced yesterday that Moscow is suspending its participation in the New START Treaty, the last major nuclear arms control treaty remaining between the U.S. and Russia. Not ideal. The end of a nuclear arms treaty is enough to make anyone anxious. Yet because of Jesus' death and resurrection, we can trust that our future is secure, no matter what happens. Psalms chapter 23, verse 4 says, Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The Supreme Court heard a case yesterday that could really shake up this whole internet fad. In Gonzalez v. Google, family members of an American killed in the 2015 Paris terrorist attacks claim that Google subsidiary YouTube violated the Anti-Terrorism Act by not doing enough to remove ISIS recruitment videos or prevent its algorithm from recommending videos made by ISIS. In lower courts, Google has won by pointing to Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which provides that internet companies can't be held liable for content they host. SCOTUS will hear a similar case against Twitter today. Free speech advocates and bipartisan politicians support narrowing Section 230, but tech companies and others warn that these cases' outcomes could lead to more censorship and moderation if companies become liable for content posted on their platforms. Here's a verse to consider when the whole internet is at your fingertips. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. A February 8th chapel service at Asbury University turned into 13 days of nonstop worship. After students at the small, private Christian college in Wilmore, Kentucky remained praying and singing long after the original service ended, word of the event spread via TikTok and Instagram. Approximately 50,000 out-of-town visitors later, Asbury, which saw a similar revival in 1970, had to open other campus buildings for overflow and set up a visitor schedule. The simple services which focused on worship, confession, scripture, and testimonies remained open to the public until yesterday. The Asbury revival hasn't been without skepticism, with critics expressing concern over the movement's authenticity and lasting effects. Even so, the event has sparked reports of similar events at colleges around the country, including at Cedarville in Ohio, Samford in Alabama, and Belmont and Lee in Tennessee. 
pray for God to continue this work of reviving and renewing his people, that it would bring the refreshment that comes only from the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 3, verses 19 through 20 say, Therefore repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. This episode is sponsored by World Concern. In Myanmar, conflict has grown from skirmishes to a full civil war. Rebel groups across the country are fighting the junta, a group of military leaders that overthrew the elected civilian government in 2021. Since the coup, the economy has deteriorated. There are shortages of food, fuel, and other basic supplies, and protesters have been jailed or killed. Last week, the junta announced civilians deemed loyal to the state can carry weapons and aid in security, law enforcement, and stability. Disturbingly, some pro-junta and rebel militia groups have begun recruiting school-aged children, sometimes coaxing them with financial rewards or promises of prestige, other times through force. We're asking the pour-over community to join us in partnering with World Concern to support churches in Myanmar, providing housing, food, and sharing the gospel with young people who have escaped the militias or fled to avoid being conscripted. For a limited time, donations are being doubled by a generous partner. We're giving $1,000. Join us in giving. Check out the link in the show notes. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 16 says, Don't neglect to do what is good and to share, for God is pleased with such sacrifices. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. A pair of earthquakes, magnitude 6.4 and 5.8, hit southern Turkey on Monday, the same region where earthquakes killed more than 47,000 people two weeks ago. This new round of quakes has killed at least six people, far fewer in part because the area had been largely evacuated as part of rescue and recovery efforts. Weather in the U.S. is doing its best imitation of an overtired toddler this week. A long-duration storm is sweeping across the country, bringing both record-breaking cold in the northwest and heat in the southeast. The northern U.S. can expect several feet of snow and ice, while the southern U.S. should brace for excessive rain and flooding. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg penned a scathing letter to Norfolk Southern, saying the railway company's emphasis on profits over safety resulted in the toxic Ohio derailment. Buttigieg has faced his own criticism from lawmakers and safety advocates who say that his slow response to the crisis reminded them of the little engine that couldn't. New Mexico prosecutors have reduced the charges against actor Alec Baldwin for his role in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. The firearm enhancement element has been dropped from the involuntary manslaughter charge, reducing his potential prison sentence from five years to 18 months if he's found guilty. Mark Zuckerberg is looking to increase his wealth in increments of $11.99. Sunday, he announced MetaVerified, an $11.99 per month subscription service to get verified on Facebook and Instagram. $14.99 if you pay through the App Store. Zuckerberg says the program is to help up-and-coming creators grow their presence and build community faster. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Friday.